It's time to breathe new life into the social entrepreneur by empowering you to make a living through fulfilling work that will impact lives. You'll make money, but more importantly, you'll make a difference. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast. It's time to build a business with purpose. Now here's your host, Adam Force. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Adam Forrest. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast Show, where we're putting purpose behind entrepreneurship. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking to Heather Watkins. She's got over 10 years experience as a marketing expert. Um, But we actually were introduced to Heather by Mark over at Moving Worlds. And Moving Worlds is a really great program that helps people uh, align their skills to social businesses. Um, And this is through volunteer work. And it's really great, uh, especially for people who are trying to transition from a career they really don't like into something that's more meaningful. Um, That is the idea here. And they work with you. It's a pretty extensive program. And Heather is someone that actually went through this program, which I thought was was really, really cool. And we had a good chance to talk over in SOCAP, uh, over at the SOCAP conference, uh, me, Heather, and Mark. And I wanted to chat with Heather about her story. Um, she took a trip to Tanzania um, through this program and she came back and she made a huge transition in her life. So I'm going to let her tell that story, but I think you're going to find it very interesting and inspiring, uh, depending on where you are in your stage and what you're trying to figure out. So stay tuned and you're going to hear Heather and how she got to where she is today. Um, guys, this January coming around the corner, we have our big release with Nobel peace prize winner, Muhammad Yunus. We had the opportunity for an exclusive interview, and wow, he is an incredible soul and an incredible thinker. He's doing really great work and has a lot of inspiring and strategic insights that he shares, so keep an eye out for that. And last but not least, guys, stop by the app. We have a ton of updates in there, including three free reads, actually four. So we recently added Reinvent Yourself. And that is about, you know, pursuing your best life, how to make a transformation. This is research-based, expert-supported documentation. It's a very journalistic uh, read, and it outlines a ton of actionable insights for you to get started. Um, We also have Tony Robbins' exclusive interview and cover story as a free download, so you can really get those incredible insights about creating success in your business, but also your life. And then the issue 10 with Dr. Hausler. She is an award-winning social entrepreneur and she has done incredible work. And right now that is a magazine that's in our responsive design. So you could check that out as well. So stop by, give them a download, give them a read. Guys, leave us a review. That also helps a ton. Just give us that five-star comment and we will love you for it. It helps Change Creator uh, sustain itself and keep moving forward. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Heather Watkins. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Heather, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast Show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. So, you know, you know, I've been talking to Mark over at Moving Worlds, and um, I very much love your story, and I'm excited to uh, dial into it and hear more about it. So, 
just for anybody listening, if you can give a little background, kind of fill in the gaps on how things started for you, what you were doing beforehand, uh, before Moving Worlds, and just kind of get us up to speed on that stuff, that would be an awesome start. Okay, great. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of the last few years, and um, I'm still definitely in the beginning of it, but it's uh, moving way faster than I ever thought it would. Yeah, which is always great. So uh, just to start off with, so a little bit of background. Um, I've been a marketing professional for the last uh, 10 years. um, And I've been in a few different technology companies here in San Francisco. So one was Marketo, and I ran a team of customer marketers. And then um, after we went public, I moved to Optimizely, which is an A-B testing company. And I ran um, all of our demand gen function there for a few years as well. And about two and a half, three years ago, um, I really started to do a lot of, you know, self um, reflection just to see, you know, where am I in my career? Where do I want to go? And does this make sense for me? And what the thing that I started to really struggle with was I'm investing 50, 60, 70 hours a week of my life into something into, you know, products that are interesting, but maybe aren't actually solving the problems um, that our world faces, like climate change or, um, you know, poverty. And there's, there's so many things that's happening in this world, and I'm really not impacting any of it. Um, so that was really difficult for me. And I, I got a coach, I, you know, went to lots of different coaching sessions, I went to a ton of conferences. And, um, you know, I just talked about it a lot, but I didn't actually do anything about it. You know, I still kept going to work uh, and, you know, every day and investing my entire life into this career of, of being a marketing professional and a, a leader in a few different organizations. Um, but it just never felt really set right. Like, I, you know, I, I, I woke up in the morning and I felt a pit in my stomach and I didn't want to get out of bed like every day. That was right. the feeling. So um, the election happened last year, as we all know. Well, I mean, some of us feel differently about different things. But when I woke up um, in November, it just was a very deep, dark feeling like I I can't wait anymore. I actually have to do something about it and not just put my head in the sand. Um, So I was on a flight to Vegas going to a conference, the trade show that I was running. And um, I came across the Moving Worlds blog post about like, join this program, you'll transition your career in six months and get into social good. And I'm like, I don't even care. I'm just going to apply. And if I get in, awesome. So it was just like a Hail Mary. Um, And somehow I got in and uh, I was able to negotiate with my employer for them to help me support me through this program. So um, I got in, I learned all about the world of social entrepreneurship, which I knew nothing about in the past. Uh, I got a mentor. I listened. I read a ton of blogs and a ton of books. I um, mean, really, just got my. I feel like a, a very base level education of what social entrepreneurship was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then um, I went to Tanzania for a month. I uh, volunteered my time through the Moving Worlds organization with a super awesome media company called Ubongo. They're basically Sesame Street, but for Africa. And I, the whole time, was wondering what the heck would they ever want from me? I sell B2B software, not cartoons for kids. But I realized a lot of the skills that I learned in my time in tech um, were very transparent, uh, transferable to them. So um, 
One of the things was they needed help creating personas and a pitch deck to their partners and figuring out a revenue funnel. And those were all things that I'm you know, really good at. Uh, so I, I helped them for about three weeks. And then after I came home from Tanzania, I quit my job and I said, that's it. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. So um, I know this is a long winded example of all the things that's okay. I've been doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap into it all. Don't okay, worry. Cool. Good, good. <laughs> Uh, so when I quit, I started a consulting company. Um, so right now I'm doing half tech consulting for marketing and then half social entrepreneurship consulting. Um, and my dance card is so full. I am so busy. I can't even tell you like people, um, there's, there's a lot of need for good marketers out there in the space, regardless of your industry. And, uh, it's really fun. And what I, what I'm doing today to take the stuff that I'm really good at, like that B2B tech and transfer it to lots of different organizations to help them with their growth. So that's where I am right now. Right. Right. So very exciting stuff. And I, I love the experiences that you've had and that you're sharing. So I'm curious, you know, I guess a lot of people probably feel at one point or another the same way. I know I did. And, you know, you get a little bit like you might feel a little, I guess, um, disconnected in a sense or like you're not going on the right trajectory with your life. You know, these things, they happen, right? You know, we we have to make money. So we make decisions to join these jobs and you kind of get stuck into a, um, a, not a, I don't want to say necessarily a rut, but just maybe going down the wrong, the track. And then you have all this experience and you're like, well, what do I do with this experience now? So, you know, if you have this, you, you came across moving worlds and that was only because, um, remind me where you came across them. Oh, that was at it a- was a LinkedIn group. I was part of the SoCap LinkedIn group and I just had peripherally followed it. I, yeah. you know, never was really involved in it cause I never got on the conference, but it just, I saw this posting and it just right. instantly resonated. Right. So that's a good point for anybody listening is, you know, really, it is important to actually, once you actually make a decision that you're a little bit discontent with what you're doing <clears throat> and you want to do something different, you know, you're already on this like mission, right? And it's going to mean that you're going to start taking some kind of steps, whether it's just a simple little step each day to move the needle. And totally. as in a, your example is you started getting involved with these groups, um, listening to people, reading the materials, learning more, which kind of put you, because otherwise you wouldn't have met Mark from Moving Worlds, which started this whole thing. So now at the end of the day, you've got yourself out there. And so you you learn about Moving Worlds. And a lot of people, I think, feel like, well, you know, this is a group where they set you you up somewhere to volunteer and get experience um, in a certain space, right? And Mm -hmm. that is going to lead you to hopefully qualifying for whatever it is you want to do next, right? Now you're kind of shifting gears. So how did you feel, though, about the idea of, you know, here, you chose Tanzania, right? I mean, that's a bold move. (laughs) (laughs) And how did you feel about it being volunteer and not, you know, immediately a pay opportunity? I think people were concerned about, you know, well, I got to make money and all that stuff. So how did you handle that stuff? and, And what was that like for you? Yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting question. So, um, I probably have a different scenario where I was, I'm able, I, at the time when I was working at, at Optimizely, we had unlimited PTO. So I was able to take a month off and have the income. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm the, the best case to say like, Oh, just go ahead and volunteer and don't worry <laughs> about it. Cause I was very, very fortunate to be able to take the time off for my employer. Gotcha. Um, one, one thing though, that was important is I, I structured the moving world experience as a, um, you know, as a leadership and, and growth opportunity. So my boss was wa- trying to retain me. And she knew that me 
being having this experience going through a program like this would make me, you know, even a better leader. And so she was investing in that in me. Um, so, and I had, you know, I'd given years of my, my life to this company. So it's not like I just started being employed. Um, but, but I really pitched all this learning is I want to be a better leader. And for me to, to be more creative and have more diverse experiences, like I want to do a program like this will make me an even better, um, employee. So that, that's how I pitched it. Um, but regardless, even if it wasn't, if, even if I wasn't getting paid, there was plenty of people within, um, the moving world, the cohort that did not get paid, they quit their jobs, they moved across the country, um, or the world or wherever they went. Um, and you know, they weren't getting paid. So, however, the experience that I got on my resume, um, cause I had never worked with a B2C company before. So I was able to parlay that experience to a few of the clients that I have now. So, um, you know, they had mobile apps, they had, we had did a big product launch with Ubongo. Um, you know, they were a B2C company with millions of, of, of viewers a week. So I was able to say, yes, I have experience in B2C, even if it was only for a few weeks. And now I'm able to get clients and get my foot in the door when I would have never had the ability to. So it, even if I wasn't getting paid, it was well worth saying that I have that experience under my belt. So it becomes an investment in the future, meaning you're, totally. you're building your resume, you become more valuable. Totally. Yeah. And I, guess, yeah. Go I was going to say one more on that. It's more valuable, but also more confident. Um, mm, yeah. I don't think I would have gone into any, you know, B2C company and had that same level of confidence. Like, yeah, I can do this without that, that experience. And since it was volunteering and I was giving my time, it was also less risky or guilt ridden. Like I wasn't getting paid for that. So even if I didn't have all the expertise, you know, it, it, it um, it lessened the, the risk factor and the intensity and the guilt. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I walked away feeling really confident. And now when I go to different clients, you know, I feel super confident that I can bring value to the organization. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. It's a good point too, because you hear a lot of people say, well, what's holding you back from making a change in what you're doing? And a lot of times people will say fear. And I thought about that deeply a little while ago. And I was like, you know, for me personally, and I think this can probably translate to a lot of people is it's not necessarily fear. The only reason you have that fear is because you're lacking confidence because you don't have experience. Mm -hmm. It's new to you and and it's unknown. So that uncertainty um, is only there. Now, you with you saying what you just said, I did this and it gave me more confidence, now you, you won't have the fear. The fear goes yeah. away because you built the confidence. So maybe people need to focus more on how do I build more confidence? Well, get this experience and then your fear totally. will go away. Totally. And I, on, on that fear topic, it's funny because I remember coming back from Tanzania and I had made the decision I was going to quit because I just couldn't put my life into this, you know, to my old my old job anymore. Um, and the biggest things that were holding me back was, oh, gosh, how am I going to pay for health care? Yeah. Oh, gosh, what if I don't get a client and I, you know, I have my mortgage I need to pay and, um, you know, bills and food on the table um, oh, you know, oh gosh, what if I screw up and get sued? Like there was all these fears and, um, you know, things that were they're really terrifying <laughs> that I, that made me hesitate, you know, to do, I actually want to do this. Um, and now I look back and I just kind of laugh cause it's like, you figure it out and it's not a big deal. And, and yes, it's, it's easy to say that now looking back, but <laughs> God, like if you just put your work, if you just try, just try and you jump, like there's good, the world will, will be there to catch you and you'll figure it out. Um, so it's, it's, I put so much stress on that healthcare and paying that bill and it's just not even an issue. 
Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point. And I mean, there's so many of these, like you go around Instagram now, it's like motivational quote after motivational quote, but it's like, you can't beat this dead horse enough. Be, uh, the idea of like, well, you know, everybody wants to do this or that, and they want their life to be a certain way. But if you're not willing to actually take that leap and have yeah. the confidence to do it, like you can never get there. It's just not possible. Yeah. So yeah, there is this whole factor of like believing in yourself and it kind of ties back to the confidence thing, which is just super important. And Honestly, I guess, you know, the other part of it is being uncomfortable. Like you're going to have to embrace that. If you want to be, totally. you can't have security and have a greater uh, success trajectory because it just doesn't work that way, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur. But, you know, totally. there's always risk. Even if you're tr trying to transition jobs, there's always risk. What if the next job you get, um, they they shut down or they yeah. fire you? Who knows? Everything's Your unknown. boss is terrible. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So... So here you are in Tanzania. Let's just uh, go back there. Um, mm -hmm. So you show up, and you're in this other country now. Mm -hmm. um, what is that experience like? Like what? I guess what stands out to you as I don't know, just something that you remember as wow. That that really. I feel. I always feel like when you go to places like that, or you you have this really kind of outrageous experience. Um, yeah. Things like you learn these like life lessons. Like it's like wow, I never thought about this, or like it just changes how you think about things, like perspective. Do, does anything stand out to you like that based on this? Yeah, I think um, there was a few, and I think some of it too is an edge case. But um, I, I mean, the company that I was with, Ubongo, is one of the darlings of Tanzania. So they, they're really on the forefront of technology. They're, I mean, the first day that I was there, there was like a innovation summit where um, the, there was like a bunch of leaders from the government that hosted us and a bunch of other, you know, innovative startups in the area. And we had happy hours, like there was, their office felt like I was in San Francisco. So I think the biggest aha for me was like, yes, you're in Africa. Yes, you're in, in um, you know, really a, a turnaround story. Like there's a lot of struggle that is happening, but there are these bright lights and innovative companies that with really talented people, I mean, really extremely talented folks that are, are pushing the edge and pushing the boundaries. Yeah. Like what I had in my mind was completely different than what I experienced. Like I felt like I was in San Francisco. Um, everyone was working as hard as they could. Like they had OKR processes, like everything that I was used to in my tech background, they were actually implementing and doing there. Like they have Slack. They've got the most innovative, um, uh, you know, cartoon technology and editing and production technology that mm. you can have. So it was, it was like, I had this thing in my mind. And then when I got there, I was really blown away by the talent, by the innovation, by just the, I think too, just the people were so involved in what they were doing. Like they were just so passionate about it. It, it was really awesome and exciting to see. So that, that was interesting. Like that was a shock for me. I thought I'd be bringing all these, you know, innovation, innovative <laughs> ideas. And I was like, I was behind the times, like the, the boundaries forward. So that was a check for me was, was there's there's a lot of innovation happening out there. It doesn't all just you know happen in Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, and I bet you met some really great people at the same time. Oh, people, amazing people. Awesome. Um, so tell me now, you come back from your experience uh, in Tanzania. How long were you out there? I was there for a month. 
Okay, one month. Okay. Yeah. And then you come back here and you were already in a position where you're like, you know what, I'm going to commit to doing something different. And I'd just like to hear more about, I guess, so what you're doing now and how, yeah. how you started that. Because people are always going to ask questions on, well, <clears throat> yeah, great. So maybe I hate my job. I go on this volunteer experience. I learn all these things. But now how do I go back and... Parlay it. <laughs> yeah, how do you turn it yeah. into something? And, and I think what I love about your story is you were smart and you used the skills you had. You didn't just say, well, I'm going to go be a, um, a rainforest, uh, you know, a deforestation and rainforest expert now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... I, it's so funny because, like, that's what I thought I had to do. Like, if I want to be in social good... Um, jobs, I need to totally shift my, what I do, you know, for a living. Um, and what I realized is you, you don't need to just like quit your job and like throw yourself into something crazy. You can actually bring the experience and expertise that you have to the table and do something unique with it. Right. Um, so, and, and I was really worried about like, oh gosh, like, could I even have any value to any of these social impact companies? I just know B2B software. Like right. <laughs> that was a big fear for me. And what, um, you know, how I got started one, I landed on my feet. Well, let me start. Let me step back. How I got started was I know my skill set. I know how to market and I know how to grow a company. Um, and I know how to build teams and I know how to manage teams and I know how to analyze data and do, um, you know, a, a lot of, you know, good analysis on, on different kinds yeah. of marketing projects and sales projects. So I know all these things. How can I use those skills? So, um, I, I created my own marketing agency. I know that world very well. And my first client was actually my old boss. So she moved companies. Um, and she's like, Heather, I know you're awesome. I, as you figure out how to get on your feet, uh, like I have a few projects that I'm going to give you. So I definitely had a backup, like at least one person that was going to hire me before I quit my job. So that was more of a safety net for me. Yeah. I knew that I wouldn't be totally screwed for, you know, a quarter or, or you know, six months. Yeah. Um, so I, I locked down my first contract before I quit. And then, um, then I just started calling people and, uh, and also enjoying my time. Like I had never been off for a long period of time. (laughs) So I like, I went to Miami to visit my best friend who just had a baby. And like, I visited my parents, which is so it was lovely to like have that time in my life. Um, and then, and then I started networking with other folks that I had worked with in the past. I actually got a call from somebody that I had interviewed with earlier this year, um, who wasn't happy with the person they actually ended up hiring. So they, they didn't pick me the first time around, but then they picked me as a consultant, which was super funny. Um, so I came in and, and did some work for them. I, uh, you know, a lot of the folks in my network are, are pinging me to do work for them. But I'm also very proactive and thoughtful. Like I, I know I don't want to just do B2B tech marketing. I want to do social good marketing. Um, so I've been, you know, looking at all the venture firms and impact funds that are coming out, investing in social good and mission driven companies and out, you know, doing outbound to them. Um, I have contacts of mine that were in tech and went into mission driven uh, organizations. Yeah. So I'm reaching out to them. So I'm, I'm making sure that it's, I'm not just being reactive, but proactive in the, in the, you know, in, in the world that I want to create for myself. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that all makes sense. And it's amazing how much more expedited or how quickly you can ramp up if you're using the skills you have, using the network that you have. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's so important. I mean, having that network is obviously for you, it was priceless, right? You had some people you can get started on. Um, I can't stress that enough. And we have people who come to our website and they're like, I don't know what I want to do. And I, here's what I'm currently doing. And I want to make a transition. And my, my whole talk with them is always about getting back to what 
your skills are. And you don't have to just, yeah. if you're an accountant, like it just depends on how, like you said, how you want to apply those things um, and where you want to apply them. There's so many mm-hmm. ways you can look at it. So it's, I found that it's very important to, to use the skills you have. And, and the other important thing I've noticed too is, and maybe this applies for you, is like, People look at passions, and then they also have gifts, and I think they're two very different mm-hmm. things. You might be really yeah. good at something, but you might not be passionate about it, and you might be passionate about something, and it may not be a gift that you may not be gifted at it at all. So you mm. have to find two of those that kind of like can work together a little bit. Totally, I yeah. totally agree with you. <clears throat> so, so do you? Are you right now? You're doing B two B. So you, I don't know. Are you um, working with any startups like the social entrepreneur startups and things like yeah, that? Yeah, totally. So I've been working with Open Invest. So they're, um, they're sort of like Wealthfront, but you can say, I don't want to invest in weapons and I don't want to invest right, in fossil right. fuels. So that's so aligned with me and my passions around sustainability. Um, but again, I get to bring my marketing expertise to the table and I help them with their most recent product launch. They just launched an app uh, last week on Monday. Um, and then I'm working with a company called OpenGov. So they're B2B. They sell to governments, but their aim is to make government more transparent. So it's definitely mission driven uh, and they're backed by Andreessen. So they've got a lot of funding. Um, but so I'm just seeing like there's all these interesting companies that, um, you know, have this mission based uh, goal and mission, but um, that also my skills can really easily apply to. And I'm also realizing that there's so much. Um, chaos in the startup world. Like you hire people that don't have a ton of expertise because they're cheap, but then you make really bad decisions along the way. So I'm kind of cleaning up a lot of areas too. But <laughs> a lot of different clients it's where true. I'm helping fix And they the become problem. more costly later. So totally, totally. Uh, you know, they could expect millions road. of dollars. Or yes. the start, you know, the startup could fail because they wasted too much time and money with with a bad decision. Um, yep. So it's it's really vital to get the marketing right. It is. It is. Well, I want to be respectful of your time, so we're going to wrap up here, but this has been awesome, and I love your experience, and I appreciate you sharing your story. Um, how do? Is there any place people can learn more about what you're doing or connect with you if they have questions or if they're an entrepreneur that's looking for support? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my website is betterimpactmarketing.com mm-hmm. and my email is just heather at betterimpactmarketing.com. And I'm a huge, like, I love mentoring. I love with, chatting with other folks that are struggling through the same things I have. So feel free to reach out. I'd love to chat. There you have it, everybody. Um, heather, thanks again for your time. Really appreciate it. And I look forward to uh, staying in touch. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast. 